0: Have your fantasy teams been struggling this year? Or perhaps you've been doing pretty well but want to put yourself over the top? Then make sure to visit our friends over at Finish First Fantasy Advisors. They are the premier one-on-one consulting firm that specializes in providing you with expert support to help guide you to the championship. You will be matched with one of their expert advisors to provide you with the season-long insight for your redraft, dynasty, or DFS formats. Their advisors will contact you weekly to answer all of your questions and provide you the needed information to get to the next level. Set up a free 15-minute consultation by emailing them at info at finishfirstfantasy.com or by visiting them at www.finishfirstfantasy.com. That's www.finishfirstfantasy.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Skull King Sports Fantasy Football Podcast presented by Dr. Squatch Soaps. Get 20% off of orders of $20 or more at DrSquatch.com when you use the promo code SKS20. Again, that is 20% off orders of $20 or more at DrSquatch.com using the promo code SKS20 at checkout. My name is Ryan Skuller. I am your host and it was not a great day for... Me in fantasy football today. So we're just going to throw that out there. Um, I'll be honest, I did not give some of the best advice during my live stream this morning. Um, I I was not confident in certain players and with what they had done so far this year. And so I hesitated and told people to go with other people. And what do you know, guys like Amari Cooper did go off. DJ Chark did go off. Joe Mixon did go off, so it was just, it was one of those days for me, so just laying that out there, Um, so yeah, so my rankings probably took a hit, my standing in the um, Fantasy Pros um, Accuracy Contest probably took a little bit of a hit this week, so uh, we'll see how I can bounce back, try to uh, do a little bit better with the research and getting into the numbers and digging through. Um, digging through some stuff to uh, to be a little more informed um, this next week to be able to provide you guys with better advice. So um, no major announcements. Um, tonight we are going over our Kings and Stings. These are our best and worst performances of the week. We are going to do a little bit of a preview of both uh, Monday Night Football games that are going to be tomorrow with the Kansas City, well, if you're listening to this, It'll actually be today, (laughs) Um, with the Kansas City and um, and New England game being moved from today, from Sunday when I'm recording this, to uh, Monday night. So we'll do a little bit of a preview of the two games, uh, including also obviously Atlanta and Green Bay. So, Um, so yeah, so that's what we've got on the docket for tonight. Uh, Tomorrow will be our waiver wire show, and then I believe. Going live on Wednesday. Um, I'm still trying to figure out how I want to do that show. I don't know if you guys. Wou- I mean, I would love feedback. If you guys could text us, or sorry, not text us. You guys can message us on Anchor. You can actually um, ask questions on Anchor if you wanted um, that we could put into the show. Um, that's anchor.fm. You can find our show. Um, look up Skull King Sports Fantasy Football. You'll be able to find us. You can actually send us messages. Uh, for us to listen to, or possibly, like I said, possibly even play on the show. So, um, so yeah, I'm trying to figure out how I want to do the next, uh, the the episode that goes live on Wednesday. I may, I'm, I'm thinking I may do a little DFS. I may, because um, going through all the games, it just it felt heavy. Um, There wasn't, I mean, there, it was just, it felt like it was too much. So I'm going to try to see if I can maybe kind of pare down some stuff, um, figure out um, some things that may help you guys out a little bit more um, instead of just going over every game game by game. So still working on that. Um, Yeah, I think that's it. So uh, why don't we go ahead and get moving with uh, today's headlines? (laughs) Today's headlines. All right, and today's headlines are brought to you by the Sleeper app. Um, one of the, i there, Sleeper has some 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 positives and some negatives. All platforms do. Um, one of the things I love about Sleeper is all of the, um, all the uh, notifications that you get because they are very much on top of getting the notifications out when something is tweeted from one of the major uh, NFL insiders, um, things from you know the teams themselves. Sleeper is great when it comes to getting those kind of notifications. One of the things I don't like about it is when you're playing in a league on Sleeper, everyone sees those notifications because everyone gets the push notifications. So... Um no but Sleeper is one of the better apps you're gonna find for Dynasty leagues. I don't I personally don't like it for redraft. I prefer Yahoo for redraft. But if you're gonna do a Dynasty league though the the setup and everything they've got the the suite of tools that you can use for um, a Dynasty league on Sleeper is absolutely phenomenal. Plus there's a whole bunch of groups um, and channels that you can join. The Fantasy Footballers have a channel on there. The Hate Plate uh, Fantasy Football Podcast uh, has a channel on there where you can. Um, get in there and uh, and um, and kind of get some uh, extra advice from them. So, all right, let's get into the headlines. Starting with story number one, uh, Austin Eckler was seen post game with crutches and a brace, um, and it looks like the the actual injury is a they're calling it a hyperextended knee and hamstring injury. So he is going to be missing some time. We will have looks like the MRI will be Monday morning. Um expected to miss multiple weeks, which means Josh Kelly is gonna move to being the the one A um of the one A, one B. Um I don't really like honestly, I don't like right now Kelly or Jackson. Kelly's been losing the ball a lot. Um he's had a couple fumbles in the first few games. Um I mean I like the talent. He's just he's dealing with some fumbling issues. So although you know the fumble that he did get today wasn't wasn't completely his fault um you know when uh, uh when the the handoff came uh, it was a little bit high into his chest and kind of bounced off his chest pad so um so yeah so i mean we'll we'll see how uh we'll see how it goes but i think uh i think kelly's probably the better of the two options available Obviously, Justin Jackson is going to be available all over the place, so he's going to be he's going to be a bit of a waiver wire guy to go after. Um, but um, but yeah, so we'll we'll again we'll have to wait and see how long Austin Eckler will be out. Story number two: OJ Howard is likely out for the season. It looks like it is an Achilles injury. Um, everything I've seen from the um, from Bruce Arians, uh, all the little clippings from him. Uh, the various news sites all saying that it is likely that he is, uh, when you say Achilles, it's probably ruptured and done for the season. So um, that could provide a little more work for Cameron Brait. We shall see. It could also provide a little more room for Gronkowski to do a little more work. We'll see. So um, story number three, Nick Chubb. Um, went out with a knee injury today we'll ha- again this is another one we're going to have to wait and see they don't believe it's serious but we're going to have to wait for the MRI if he goes down obviously it's it's Kareem Hunt's backfield and Kareem Hunt could find himself as a top 5 uh running back all over again although this year already through I want to say through 3 games going into this week he was already what you know running back 11 so running back 12 so He's been he's been really good, and then you know obviously he had a great game today. So, so uh, so yeah. So Hunt could be in for a lot more work. Noah Fant, um, another thing, uh, could miss some time with an ankle injury, according to um, Coach Fangio of the Denver Broncos. So again, we may be looking. Uh, this is why, especially at tight end, there's going to be so many guys available all over the season. production is going to be all over the place, unless you have one of the top three guys, unless you've got like Andrews, Kelsey, or Kittle, you are likely to, um, you know, you're likely to be streaming and just kind of moving around based on matchups, so. Um, And uh, final couple things, there were two more, obviously there were two more positive tests for the Titans, um, Sunday morning, week five versus the Bills is in jeopardy at this point, We'll see what this has to do, you know, how this is going to affect the rest of the league. Um, I mean, I know that I was hurting this week because of every because of COVID. Um, when I have a league, a, a single quarterback league, where my two quarterbacks are Cam Newton and Ryan Tannehill. And Tannehill I already knew about, and then Cam Newton happens. Um, so it came down to where I had to <laughs> trade for uh, for Nick Mullins, which that went really well, obviously, um, getting pulled for CJ Beathard for the last two, uh, <laughs> last two, um, possessions in the game in uh, Sunday night football. So again, this is, this is kind of it. You have to stay fluid with fantasy football. You cannot get too caught up in the fact that one team is, you know, this is happening to one team or so-and-so is getting injured. You have to stay fluid and you have to you have to keep working with it. So um there were no positive tests this morning for either New England or Kansas City. We'll have to watch to see what happens Monday, Monday morning. But as of right now, New England and Kansas City is on for the Monday night football game. So all right. Um that is it for the headlines. We are going to now move into our Kings and Sting section. Um, obviously this is, you know, again, this does not have the, um, the performances from Monday Night Football. This is just Thursday through Sunday. But these are the top three, um, kind of a a hockey style three stars, um, of the game or of the week, uh, at each position. And then, uh, we do one, sometimes two, busts. Um, and usually, and with the bust, they have to be very highly owned. It's it's not like a guy that was a waiver wire pickup that a lot of people were expecting to do something He's now he's 50% owned and he ended up not doing anything. No, this is these are guys that um, I think all the ones that I've got today, the busts that I've picked, were all at least 90% owned. I think in one of them it was, it was like 80, 88, 89% owned. Um, so... So, yeah, so that's kind of where we're at there. So uh, starting off with the Kings and Sting, Dak Prescott, QB Kings, uh, 38.28 points, number one quarterback this week, 502 yards, four touchdowns, one interception. Um, Really, he did what he could. The Dallas defense just stinks. They are awful. Um, And I know, again, I know the injuries have been plaguing defenses all over the place. I get it. That's not Dak Prescott's fault. He is putting up a crap ton of points. Um, but what did they say? I think they said over the last three games. They said it on Sunday Night Football tonight. Uh, over the last three games, the the defense has given up over 120 some odd points. 126 or something like that. So averaging over the last three games, 42 points given up a game. That's that's not sustainable. <laughs> um Quarterback number two, after a rocky start and a pick six, TB12, Mr. Tom Brady, finishes off the day with 33.46 points, throws for 369 yards, five touchdowns to go along with that one pick six. So a good comeback for him as Tampa Bay um, comes back to beat the uh, the Justin Herbert-led uh, Chargers. And a newcomer to the quarterback Kings for uh, this season so far. Mr. Teddy Bridgewater uh, throwing for 276, two touchdowns, and an interception, but along with it runs for 32 yards and a touchdown. Finishes off 27.24 points for the week. Uh, moving on to the running back Kings. I can't stand Joe Mixon, period. I'm going to say it. I have I owned him one season. There was one season where I had him on my roster. And that was his rookie year. I'm never, I, I cannot stand this. So just a rant, because this is, you know, we're going to throw this in. A rant because of what happened to me over the last couple years with Joe Mixon. Like I've said, I'm part of Fantasy Pro's accuracy ranking competition. Part of their, part of their, um, you know, across the, across the industry. And I cannot tell you how many times over the last three years I would have, um, you know, based on matchups even, Joe Mixon would be in my top 15, top 12, top 10. Matchup would be great. I'd have him in my top five. And he'd absolutely crap the bed. So what would I do? After three or four weeks in a row of it, what would I do? Drop him down to, you know, running back 15, running back 20. Just, you know. And even today, I dropped him down. I had him down at running back 20 from my rankings this week. Because, you know, everyone's saying, but he's playing against the Jaguars. The Jaguars are middle of the road against the run. So it's not like they've been giving up massive amounts of yards, massive amounts of touchdowns. They've been, they've been okay. But for... Freaking Joe Mixon to do this. Next week, he's going to crap the bed again, I'll bet. But Joe Mixon, our running back number one. There, I'm done ranting. 39.1 points, 151 yards on the ground with two touchdowns, as well as six catches for 30 yards and a touchdown. I don't like you, Joe Mixon. Moving on, Dalvin Cook, 27.6 points, 130 yards, two touchdowns on the ground, two catches for 16 yards. Running back number three, and a little bit of a flash of what he... Uh, what he Used to be able to do in, um, well, in what used to be San Diego, then became the L.A. Chargers. Uh, Mr. Melvin Gordon, 24.8 points, finished with 107 on the ground, two touchdowns, and two catches for 11 yards. Moving on to the wide receivers, Mr. Odell Beckham Jr. finally is having an electric game. Um, I mean, if we kind of put it into perspective with what he'd been doing so far on the year, Odell Beckham Jr. was, or sorry, wide receiver 41 on the season. And then he puts up a massive game. So this, I, I get, again, I get the, the, the coverage was, was soft because it was Dallas. Um, you know, they give up a crap ton of points. But I, I, I think we expected a little bit more out of Odell Beckham Jr. this year. Well, some expected more out of Odell Beckham Jr. I think that this is an anomaly, Period. I think it's an anomaly. I don't think he's going to regularly put up these kind of numbers because Kevin Stefanski wants to run everything through the run game. We saw that last year when he was when he was with uh, Minnesota, and we we've seen it so far this year uh, in the beginning of the year with um, with uh, with Chubb and Hunt. So, but uh, OBJ thirty five point nine points, seventy three rushing yards, and a touchdown. As well as five receptions for 81 yards and two TDs. Uh, number two, this is the guy I didn't. This is one of the guys I didn't trust this this week. You know, and people will call me crazy, but I did not trust Amari Cooper to put up 27.4 points. Now it helps that he was targeted 16 times. Um, you know, goes for 12 12 catches, 134 yards, um, a touchdown, and a two point conversion. I didn't trust him. And for those that I, you know, told to start a couple of guys over, Amari Cooper, I apologize. I'm sorry. I didn't trust him. Uh, DJ Chark, another guy I didn't trust, but he was also coming off injury. Uh, finishes number three, 25.5 points, eight catches, 95 yards, and two touchdowns. Moving on to the tight end Kings, number one, Mr prime time George Kittle 32.6 points as a tight end 15 catches 183 yards and a touchdown he also had an 8 yard rush Um, I saw a stat tonight from NFL that he tied the record for the most receptions um, while having a perfect receiving record so 15 of 15 Um, the most receptions tying Christian McCaffrey Um, Who did it a year ago I believe Or maybe two Um, 15-15 The most ever since The creation of the stat of targets So big game for George Kittle Uh, Number two Mark Andrews 19.2 points uh, Three catches for 57 yards And two touchdowns So not a whole lot of volume But definitely made the most out of them And number three Mr. Dalton Schultz 15.2 points four catches, 72 yards, and a TD against Cleveland. So, big, big day for those guys. Um, Now we get into our QB sting, or our stings, just in general. And so, with the stings, again, these are guys that are highly, highly owned. Um, I think the guy that's the least owned of all these is our number one guy, Mr. Jared Goff, Um, because he had the most disappointing quarterback game, I think, of someone that you know is regularly started um 11.7 points not what you were expecting from a guy who was going up against the new york giants defense only threw for 200 yards and a touchdown so again not a not a great performance from him um again just very very interesting that uh that that was all that he was able to do against the giants today number two Another guy that I was not high on this year that I just was not seeing the reason to put so much draft stock in him. Kenyon Drake, 3.5 points today, 35, or 35 yards on 13 carries. That was it. Not used in the passing game. Um, Very, very interesting, the usage that he has gotten so far this year. It has not been nearly... What it was last year. That is just the offensive line just is not seeming to open up holes this year for for Kenny Drake like a, like they did last year. So um, this is definitely something we will be watching over over the next couple weeks to see if this is a a, a continuing a continuing horrible trend uh, moving forward. Uh, our wide receiver sting. This is this is a guy. <laughs> Um, Mr. Tyler Lockett, four point nine points, two catches, on for thirty nine yards on four targets. This is something that happens with with Tyler Lockett, um, and in games like today, for the um for the Seattle Seahawks, there are, are just times when they the some receivers just don't get a whole lot of work, um. You know, they'll find one guy that they target a whole bunch. The rust will target a whole bunch. Um, And it kind of moves around. And in some games, it's, you know, everything's flowing nice. And they'll just, you know, it's, everyone's getting a a share of the work. That just wasn't the the case. And and Tyler Lockett seems to be that one guy that tends to miss out when that happens. And the beneficiary is usually David Moore, (laughs) like it was today. So Tyler Lockett, that was a big ouch. So, um, and then moving on to the tight ends, we've got two of them just because two of them that were very highly owned that did nothing. Um, Mr. Zach Ertz, 4.9 points. And the only thing, the only reason he got 4.9 points is because (laughs) he, he had a two point conversion. Otherwise it was four catches for nine yards out of him today. Um, and the, the other tight end sting, uh, Tyler Higby, 3.6 points. Uh, three, you know, he was on, you know, one of those guys that was on the bad end of, of Jared Goff's day today. Three receptions for 21 yards. So, so that is that. Um, Real quickly, we want to look at the Monday night preview. Um, The, the two games that are going on. We're going to start off with New England and Kansas City. Brian Hoyer gets the start, which is kind of dumbfounding to me that it's not Jared Stidham. Um, but, obviously, Hoyer has shown more, shown the the leadership. I think this is a game that they really want to make sure that they are as competitive as possible in. So, Hoyer gets to start. I'm not, I don't like Hoyer. <laughs> I don't like him for this game. Um, honestly, with Hoyer at the start, I think that elevates, Edel- obviously it's going to, I think it's going to single out Edelman and and James White, in my opinion. Um I don't think it's going to do a whole lot for anyone else. Maybe I mean, maybe it elevates Michelle because they try to really establish a run game. Um, Kansas City is middle of the road against both quarterbacks and and running backs. We don't we don't talk about what they do against tight ends because New England doesn't utilize tight ends. Ryan Izzo, I think is their only one. Um, but I mean, just to look at it, just to be safe, they're you know middle of the road, fifteenth. So again, middle of the road against tight ends. So you know it could, it could provide a little bit of a game for Ryan Izzo, um, or whoever else they have at tight end uh, in New England. Um, all I know is that they have not been getting any work with Cam Newton. As far as Kansas City goes, um, I I like the matchup for Mahomes and for the wide receivers. Um, the the New England Patriots are. Um, 19th in terms of giving up fantasy points to the uh, to quarterbacks. I think Mahomes he's, I mean you can't really put anything against him anyways. No matter who he's going up against, you're going to start him. Um, I was somewhat hesitant. I didn't like the matchup but I still think that Clyde Edwards-Hilaire can put up some points in this game. Um, New England has given up, has had games where they've given up a lot of yards. So, I still think that uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire um, I have him. I wanted to say like a running back, ten or twelve for this week. Um, and then I'm starting Hill. Obviously, you're gonna start Hill Watkins. Watkins could be in for a pretty good game. Um, although it also could be McCole Hardman, who tends to every once in a while work out of the slot. So, and then Travis Kelsey also is a must start. Moving on to the Atlanta versus Green Bay game. This is this is where things get a little dicey, because obviously, um. You know, in terms of the the wide receivers, this is where things just are so hazy. You've got Julio Jones and Ridley both dealing with hamstring injuries. Russell Gage deal was dealing with a concussion. Looks like he's expected to play, but we're still we still don't know on Julio. We don't know on Calvin Ridley, and we don't know on on Devontae Adams. And so, if for Atlanta, it comes down to Russell Gage. It's going to be Russell Gage and Hayden Hurst, and I don't know who else they have to play wide receiver. Um, we'll see. We'll see what Gurley and and Hill can do. Um, but I think that I think that Ryan is a decent enough start for this game. Um, again, Green Bay, middle of the road against running back or middle of the road against quarterbacks, middle of the road against running backs, or sorry, against wide receivers. Um, They've given up a lot to running backs, so again, maybe Gurley and Hill can get something going. I'm I'm interested to look and see what Brian Hill can continue to do um, in this offense to see. I it, it's been looking like he has a little more burst than Gurley, so and uh, the Green Bay tends to looks like their top ten, top twelve or so against the against the tight end. So Hayden Hurst may be getting a little locked up as well. As far as Green Bay goes, Rodgers should go off in this game. Um, Atlanta gives up the most points to quarterbacks. They give up the fourth most points to wide receivers and the second most points to tight ends. So if Devontae Adams misses this game, it's going to be MVS and Robert Tanyan. Um, I really think that that Adams missing is the, biggest, um, is the biggest thing for Robert Tanyan. If Adams plays this game... I don't see a whole lot of work for Robert Tiny. I think he Rodgers is going to stick with Adams, Marcus Valdez scantling, and then toss it out of the backfield to Aaron Jones. I think that that is the most likely scenario. Could be wrong, but that ha- that is what I see as the most likely scenario. So um so yeah, so Rodgers should be in for a good game. Adam Jones or Aaron Jones, you're gonna you're gonna play him. You're gonna you're not gonna sit him. Uh, I wanna say what right right now he's what running back number three. Three or four. Number no, number two. Sorry, running back number two. So yeah, you're not you're not sitting Aaron Jones. So, um, MVS should be in for a good game. Um, I picked him up in a couple leagues. And again, Robert Tanyan I think that his volume is going to be based on whether or not Devonte Adams plays. So, all right, that is it for this episode. I want to thank you guys for taking the time to listen to the Skull King Sports Fantasy Football Podcast. I hope that you guys have uh, um, have the guys go off that you need in order to get your wins for this week. And then tomorrow we will move into the waiver Wire show, figuring out who is needed where. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Again, my name is Ryan Skuller. This has been the Skull King Sports Fantasy Football Podcast. And we'll talk to you guys later.